From high atop Lake Nona Town Center, this is Nona.fm. This is the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Vonda Wright. Join Coach Robinson and David Grimm as they talk Lake Nona High football. Join the conversation at 407-553-NONA or on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for Nona.fm. Now, here's Coach Robinson and David Grimm. You're the whole world and the world is mine. All right. Happy Monday. It is November 7th, 2022. We are... Live from Lime Fresh Mexican Grill, this is the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Fonda Wright. My name is David Grimm with Exit 13 Sports, and we have the man, the myth, the legend, Coach Jason Robinson, J-Rob's here with us. Uh, As always, if you want to join us by participating in the show and giving us a call, you can do so by dialing 407-553-NONA. That's 407-553-6666. Six two. We are here to talk Lake Nona Lions football and everything about Lion Nation. Coach, how are you? How was your weekend? Uh, weekend was good. Um, uh, it was different, you know. Didn't have to uh, watch film and get ready for another game, so I had a little more time to hang out with little man, do some family stuff, which was nice. But definitely would like to have been preparing for a playoff game, you know. So hopefully this time next year we can get. Uh, get to where we need to be here to take this thing back to the postseason where Lake Nona belongs. Yeah, it's always a weird feeling when the season's over, especially when you get into that routine. You got, you know, watching film, mm. uh, looking ahead to the next next team that you play, doing some stats, game planning, all those things, you know, working on the schedule for practice throughout the week. Uh, it's definitely, you know, a busy time. And then when it's all over, uh, you kind of sit there and we're like, oh, okay, what, what am I, I supposed like, to do dang, now? Dang, I got to wash my car now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, I can definitely relate to that. And, you know, before you know it, you're going to be chomping at the bit to get back at, back to work. And, you know, I'm sure you have a plan, and we'll talk a little bit about that later when it comes to your off-season plan for for the, the football program. But, you know, first we'll talk about the Evans game this past uh, Friday night. It was homecoming 2022, and... Uh, to be honest with you, to me, it was a really exciting game, especially, you know, in the second half, having opportunities to to tie or maybe take the lead against Evans. Um, why don't you talk a little bit about the first half? You know, offenses were moving the ball, um, you know, up and down the field, both teams kind of stalling out, you know, inside the red zone. And then, you know, there was, there was an opportunity for the Trojans to get on the board. Um, and then the second half kind of uh, was a little bit of the same, but, you know, you guys scored and also had some opportunities there at the end to uh, take the lead or potentially tie it. So, uh, you know, just run through the game from this past Friday. Yeah, it was, you know, it was just one of those games where the, it was a defensive game, field position game, special teams were going to play a role. Um, you know, we, we gave ourselves a chance to be in the game in the fourth quarter, which, you know, that's always what you're – what you want to do uh you know it's two weeks in a row where our defense has played well enough for us to win and we just haven't weren't able to finish drives and and come up with points in the end zone you know and it's just uh you know it's frustrating to an extent but also you realize 
you know, you're out there with, you know, freshman at quarterback, freshman at receiver, uh, freshman off and on at running back. Also, you know, Dylan, week two at running back, you know, it was kind of a little bit of attrition had stacked up on us throughout the season. So it made it tough, you know. We just didn't have all of our weapons. But we had guys stepping up and giving us a chance, you know. And great, I thought Grayson had a really good, really good game here. Um, I think he was right around 90 yards. Uh, yeah, according to Max Preps, he had five catches. I think it was like 104, 105. 104? Okay. Yeah. Yep. So that's awesome, man. I mean, that's uh, – I think he's – since uh, Timmons did week two, I think that's the first receiver to go over 100 yards in yeah. the game. So, you know, he had a couple explosive plays. And then our boy here, Zane, player of the game over here, He, you know, he had the big catch in the end zone, maybe the catch of the year. You know, that was big-time elite-level catch there to – with the distraction of the DB in his face, hands extended, foot dot in the uh, dot in the eye there to get the get it down in the end zone. So that was a big play there that got us back in the game. Yeah, we just you know second half, fourth quarter, we had a couple chances, a couple possessions there. We crossed midfield, and the the one possession we I think we got down to like the 30, 25, 30, and it looked like we were going to go down there and have a decision to make, right, whether you kick it or go for two. And uh, it was just a really untimely penalty. Yeah. There on a. On it was a, first on and ten. Yeah. I, I think it was right at. Was it right after their turnover where you got a fumble? I I'm, I could be mixing up you know times of the game, but you know I think it was first and ten. Yeah, you're right. You were driving inside their fifty. I think maybe down the forty thirty five yard line, and then you got that ten yard penalty, what put you at first and twenty. Mm-hmm. And then that next play is when um, I believe. Carter threw that turnover. Yeah, we had, a, we had a pick there. So, yeah, you know, and I think Carter would love to have that one back. I think he was trying to just really wanted to just throw that away. Maybe he should have just put it on the track. And, uh, you know, it, it, it happens, you know. But the thing is, we didn't quit. We kept fighting all the way to the end there. Uh, had a beautiful fake punt, you know. That was beautiful. Ty McTagg. Yeah, it's yep. so funny. Uh, during the game when that when that play happened where he he threw the ball to i think it was to mesador right mm-hmm. and they ended up with the first down i looked down in front of me was his was ty's parents and dad was thrilled I, i'm not sure mom knew what happened uh, i think <laughs> dad definitely recorded because i think when he was he was just punting so he, he wanted to film the punt right and then he throws the fake uh punt and you guys get the first down he was thrilled mom's kind of like uh, I don't know what happened, but that kind of, you know. Everyone's happy, so I'm going to yeah. cheer. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Ty's, the thing about Ty is he's a really good athlete, you know. I taught him in middle school, so I know he's a, he's a good athlete. He's really soft-spoken, too, really yeah, quiet he's a, he's a quiet guy, and I kind of like that about him. He doesn't get, uh, he's not like a normal kicker, you know. He's not wiry weirdo. Him and Trey are both. Just dudes, you know, athletes, they're not really scared of any of the moment. You know, they just go out there and play football. Now, Ty, I wish Ty was kicking all four years because he'd be, you know, way better than he is already, and he's pretty good. So he's got a chance to keep doing it if he wants to, if he puts the work in, you know, and he's a really good athlete. You saw him on the fake field goal a couple weeks ago, right? Uh, Was that the Freedom game? Was that Freedom or Oak Ridge? I can't remember now. Oh, it was Oak Ridge. It was Oak Ridge. And, uh, you know, he, he turned the corner and no one's catching him. Like, I think he ran, like, the fourth or fifth fastest 40. Remember? Like, he was, like, we were all like, what? Yeah, yeah. Probably should have gave him some jet sweeps this year. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think he played receiver before. I think he played football once before. 
he's a really good athlete, man. So it was fun to see him do that. We've been we've had that in our pocket here for about four or five weeks. And Mesidor was like, every time we went out to pump, Mesidor was like, you want it, you want it, you want it, you want it? I was like, no, it's not time. It's not time. <laughs> I'll be honest. I, when it happened, we were quite surprised, obviously, you know, pleasantly surprised that you got the first down, but you were pretty deep in inside your own, you know, side of the field. Yeah, I don't think they thought that was coming. They had been, we had punted a few times from closer to midfield, so they were in safe. They, you know, they were, it would have been tough to get that play off. But in this instance, we were pinned back a little bit, and it was fourth and long, and they were, you know, for the most part, they were coming there. They were bringing most of their guys. So it was a good time to call it, and they executed it perfectly, and it gave us a big uh, field position swing there. And there was also a drive where they pinned us down on the one-yard line. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I do. And you uh, uh, Fulton, th- th- uh, what was that 35-yard pass to Grayson to get out of the uh, – yeah. So that was a key point in the game too, right? Because if we punt out of our own end zone, you know, they're going to have the short field and all the momentum. Even though we didn't score on that drive, it was huge to get off the goal line and go get some yards there. And then we had a great punt. We ended up stalling around midfield, and we had a great punt that pinned them deep. So we flipped the whole field, and that was important. You know, so those are little things that we'll put that in our little – film bank for this year and and we'll pull those things up as you know and reflect on them as we move forward to next season on things we saw growth in because there was some times during the season we didn't do that and we and we weren't capable of doing that so we were uh we showed some growth here down the stretch in some key situations and situational football so happy about that yeah so you know the gutsy fake punt deep in your own territory Big play there. You mentioned the long pass from the one, which uh, definitely got you out from, you know, deep into your own territory, making some play- things happen on offense. I think that de- I really felt the defense played overall pretty well. You know, mm-hmm. they just had, gave up some big plays, you know, on third down. Uh, Evans went for, for fourth down, I think, at least five times the other night. And, you know, that's tough when, when a team's going to do that. It's, it's tough in high school to make, you know, four plays where you stop the the offense, but um, I felt overall the defense played pretty well. What about you? Yeah, the, right before halftime when we punted and pinned them deep, obviously you'd like to pin them down there and get one more shot before halftime, and we didn't do that. They, we gave up a long run there and, and then a pass, and we actually ended up having to hold them before, right before halftime from scoring. So, yeah, you know, that was a, a moment where we'd like to play a little better in that moment because it would maybe, maybe would have given us a chance there. Mesador, I think the play before they caught the, the long pass or ripped that long run, James had a shot at a pick in the flat. Yes, and I remember that. And would have been huge. Like he would have probably, probably walked in or at least given us the ball there on the six. So, yeah, man, two weeks in a row where we were, we were close a couple times and could have changed the game. But, you know, we, uh, we're a work in progress, you know, and that's, that's how we'll just have to approach this offseason. So yeah. you mentioned – um, I think it was Monday uh, when we had our show uh, last week that you had some you know health issues going around the team when it came to being sick. Mm-hmm. How much do you think that played? You know, did that impact you this Friday, or this past Friday? I mean, it definitely played a role. You know, when you can't go out there and have a, we didn't have all of our people there until Thursday. So. Yeah, and they came out with some. One day we had to cancel practice. Yeah. Tuesday was uh, if you're if you don't have a fever and you're healthy, show up. And we did some stuff. Wednesday we had a few more guys, 
and then Thursday we, hit, we, we, we kept shells on, our shoulder pads and everything, and we tried to have as close to a normal practice as we could uh, just for the sake of fluidity and having everybody there. So it, it was tough, but to say that was why we lost, nah, I'm not going to do that. I mean, we, uh, we had a chance to win that game, and we just didn't get it done. So it, I don't know that that had anything to do with the flu, but obviously the flu didn't help. You know, and guys were playing still – not feeling their best and playing, trying to play through it. But, you know, we had our moments. We just didn't make, make the plays in the key moments, you know, and that's been a little bit of our issue here in the four games that I feel like there's four games throughout the season we could have, should have won, right? You're up at DP at half. You're up at Olympia and really pretty much dominated them in the first half. And, you know, Olympia's in the playoffs. You know, we played five playoff teams this year. So, yeah. and, and we went toe-to-toe with most of them. You know, Winter Park, smacked us around pretty good Boone took it to us pretty good but the other three playoff teams we were there so kind of we're sitting there on the fence we got work to do you know it's just spend a little time reflecting on it but all you can do is learn grow and move on yeah I'm sure you'll have plenty of time to to think about you know key moments throughout the season that could have changed the trajectory of of how you finished for sure um did you expect Evans to come out and that in those multiple sets, you know, they came out of trips, uh, you know, in the shotgun set, but then they had, when I coached at, at uh, Lake Nona, we had a special package. We called it GAD. I'm not sure if it has a real name, but they had basically had four backs, a little wing, wing guy, a couple offset, and then the quarterback. Um, was that something you, you saw from them on tape prior to Friday, or is that something they brought out just for Friday night? Yeah, the, the last couple games against Lake Mary and Apopka, they – were attacking the perimeter really hard, so they were trying to get it outside any way they could, uh, and, and and that some of that was getting into empty or the quad, their quad look and just throwing the now screens to jet motions to the swing screens and, and or just trying to get the wing guy to seal the edge and get the quarterback off the edge. So they did a good job of scheming us up. You know, we made some of the plays that we needed to, and sometimes they did get outside on us early on in the the first series the first drive they had the ball that, that was when i was really upset in fact you, i burned two timeouts yes, faster than i, I probably it. ever have in the history of football i was really upset because i knew they were i really felt like they were going to onside the first kickoff they have nothing to lose right it's one of just one of those games where they can cut it loose and attack and uh i moved our guy towards the middle of the field and i'm yelling watch the ball here it comes onside blah 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 and then we don't respond and make that play so then we give them an extra possession and then before right before our team meeting before we went out i'm talking about sealing the edge playing you know playing with containment and alert screen like i knew they were gonna come out screen they've been screening hard the last couple weeks and i felt like that they were going to continue to do that with our uh, aggressive defensive end so boom they hit us on four screens on the opening drive and they scored on one of them and uh so you saw me call a timeout i brought the whole team up didn't keep them from scoring, but I wanted them. I wanted to get their attention because we were kind of came out there sleepwalking a little bit at the beginning of the game. So, yeah, man, you know. I thought they did a good job. Zane, Zane might have some player perspective yeah. on that, but I thought defensively or offensively, I should say, you know, especially their quarterback Peterson. He he would make one move, but then they were always looking to cross. You know, come cut back, cut yeah. back yeah. across the field, and they mm-hmm. did that on multiple occasions and. They got some pretty good yards. I think they scored on one of those plays. But, you know, we mentioned it before. They're going to have athletes. They had some big boys on the offensive line for yeah. sure. Um, Huge. 71 was good probably 6'5". 
uh, and then add another kid that was probably well over 300 pounds. So I thought your kids did. I thought the kids did great. I thought we held our own. I thought you yeah. were in a position to win the game. Yep. Um, and you know, just came down to a couple of plays, and you make those plays, it's a different different result. And I'm sure Zane would probably agree with that. Um, and we'll talk to him after our first break. But um, you know, all in all, I thought it was a good finish. Homecoming, you want to win your homecoming game. Uh, regardless of the finish, it was still a, right. a, a great night in my opinion. You know, you have your, your halftime fast festivities with the crowning of the homecoming king and queen. Fireworks, you know, nice crowd. Um, you know, not the way you wanted to finish your first year here at Lake Nona, but, but definitely um, have some things to work with and some things to work on. So uh, once again, this past Friday, the, the Lions did fall to Evans 14-7. to um, and after our first break, we are going to talk to our Lime Fresh Mexican Grill Player of the Week for Week 10. Uh, once again, you're listening to the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Vonda Wright. You're listening to Nona.fm. We'll be right back. Dr. Vonda Wright is Lake Nona's elite orthopedic sports medicine surgeon and has cared for athletes and active people for more than 20 years. University of Pittsburgh football, Pittsburgh Penguins, Olympic teams, PGA tournaments trust Dr. Wright. Dr. Wright treats active people of all ages and skill levels using minimally invasive orthopedic techniques. Located in Lake Nona Performance Club, call today for same day, next day, and telehealth appointments at 407-965-4114. That's 407-965-4114. Oh my gosh, look at your nails. Who did them? Organic Nails and Spa on Narcuzzi across from the high school. Wow. They are always so attentive, experienced, and friendly. I've heard that. Mm -hmm. Their professional staff knows how to give me the attention I deserve. Absolutely. And they only use products that are environmentally friendly. Really? Call Organic Nails and Spa today for your appointment, 407-270-5080. Across the street from Lake Nona High on Narcusi. Call 407-270-5080. This is Lions Country. Nona.fm. Hi, it's Curtis. Join me every weekday morning, 6 till 10 a.m. here on Nona.fm. We talk about what's happening around Lake Nona, across Central Florida, and around the world. Join us every weekday, 6 till 10 a.m. here on Nona.fm. We are back with the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Vonda Wright. Join the conversation at 407-553-NONA. Now here's Coach Robinson and David Grimm. You're the whole world and the world is mine. All right, we are back live from Lime Fresh Mexican Grill right here off of Narcusi Road. Just next door to the campus of Lake Nona High School, you're listening to the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Vonda Wright. Once again, you can call in, ask Coach a question, talk to our Player of the Week if you want by dialing 407-553-NONA. That's 407-553-6662. And as always, every single week on the Coach Robinson Show, we talk to our Lime Fresh Mexican Grill Player of the Week. And this week... Our player of the week is senior wide receiver number five, Zane Henry. Zane, how's it going, buddy? You doing all right? Oh, wow. We've never had an applause for the player of the week, so we're going out with a bang. Good job. <laughs> so how's it going, man? You doing good? Yes, sir. You got to speak up. Make sure you don't be afraid. You're going to talk to us tonight, right? Yes, sir. All right, cool. So 
Well, this past Friday, you had an amazing catch. I mean, I, it was it an was NFL of both feet in, I think. You know, when we were talk, talking um, on the live broadcast, we were talking about how you only have to get one foot in. And I said, well, he got both feet in, so that's good in the NFL. Should count for more. Yeah, right? I agree with that. Should get extra for that. And then I saw the video, I think, was on your dad's Facebook page. Um, that was a pretty good angle, too. So make sure you put that on your highlight reel for sure. Yes, sir. But um, So great TD catch. Um, very consistent receiver for the Lake Nona Lions this year. Uh, finishing the year with 17 receptions, 304 yards in the air, and four touchdowns. So how did it feel to get a touchdown in your final game here at Lake Nona? It felt great. You know, uh, it was down 14 already right, um, right after half. I think it was third quarter. I knew coach put me as a captain to make plays. So I knew I had to focus on the plays that came to me. So I made sure to focus on the ball, catch the ball, keep my feet in bounds, score the touchdown. I had to do for my teammates that's hurt, like Danny Savio, so like AJ. So I made sure to catch the ball. So you mentioned coach named you a captain. Is that something that changes every game? I actually didn't make him captain. His teammates voted him captain. Um, but, yeah, the, we, the game day captains changed throughout the week, you know, throughout each week. Uh, early in the season, the coaches were kind of picking them, and then as we transitioned to the second half, the players started picking them and uh, kind of kept pushing the onus back on the players, right? Their team, their team, their team. So, uh, yeah, it's an honor, you know. Anytime your teammates say, hey, we want you to represent us, you know, and he's also on the player council as well. So his teammates respect him. Uh, he's been – he's not a big rah-rah guy. You know, he's not going to get up in the middle of the of the huddle and break him down and go crazy. That's not really his thing. He's just going to show up, work hard, be productive, do his job, and try to lead by example. And uh, you need that. You can't. Everybody can't be the rah rah guy. You need some guys that are just going to do the right thing and, and be about the business. And you know, he's definitely been that great student athlete. And the thing about Zane is he's 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 really young. You just turned 17, right? So, I mean, he, he started the season as a 16-year-old senior, man. That's crazy. You know, really, he really could be a sophomore right now. You know, there's sophomores yeah, out there. Maybe we can work so. on getting him another year of eligibility. What do you think? Nah, mom's like, he, <laughs> he needs to get out. <laughs> she got, she's got things to do. <laughs> but, yeah, it just kind of speaks to, to his maturity level, right? You know, just I've been really impressed with him. You know, nothing but great things to say about Zane. He's been an unbelievable player to coach. Really enjoyed my time with him, you know, and his teammates really respect him. So you mentioned he's on the player council. What what was the one thing or maybe a few things that stood out to you about Zane to to put him on the council, or was that something the team picked? Yeah, it was a pretty easy choice. You know, like you get to spend time with him and you just see his – He's steady. He's consistent. He made every summer workout. There was three or four guys that made every workout. He made them all. And when you have seniors doing that and, and they don't think they're above it and, and they're like, hey, man, I'm not going on vacation. I'm going to be here. Hey, I'm not going to skip to go to the beach. I'm going to be here. I'm not going to sleep in and take a day off. I'm sore. I'm going to make it anyways. And, uh, you know, like I said, he leads by example. And at every turn, if there was a problem, he was a part of the solution. So just an ultimate level of respect for him. So Zane, the player council, that was something new to the football program this year. So as a, as a player, as a senior, what did, what did having something like that as a part of your program mean to you as a player? Not, not just because you were a member of it, but 
you know, what was the overall opinion of your team and the teammates around you that, uh, about the player council that the coach put in place? Well, we made this player council to keep the group together because coming, coming from a new group, from, from a new coach from last year, changing over, we knew it was going to be hard to go through the season. So this group, this player council group, had a, like, it was all together. We had a relationship since young, from, like, AAU, from five years old. We had to stay together to try to keep this group to be strong throughout the season. And we knew that it won't be easy, but we'll get through it all together. Now, did you play with the Junior Lions back when it was the AAU? Yes, sir. So you started when you were five? All the way through young. through the AAU program, and then it became uh, part of the Pop Warner program, correct? Yes, sir. So what a testament to you and your family for being uh, a consistent part of the program from the youth program all the way up into the high school. Um, and that should be a, a, a definite example of how you build a program. You build it. You don't build it in ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th grade, summer workouts, spring workouts. You build it when the kids are young and you teach them the fundamentals and you teach them the traditions that are going on, you know, within the Lake Nona football, you know, the community, not just the high school team. So, and I know that, you know, Coach Robinson has made it a big point to build the relationship with the Junior Lions. So um, what a testament to you to, to stick with it, you know, all those years. So you're talking like, what, 13, 14 years? Roughly that you were you were basically a Lake Nona Lion. So my hat's off to you um, and to your family. So if you could describe, you know, you know, I just talked about it. you've been a Lion for a long time. Describe what it's meant to you um, to be a part of the Lake Nona Lions football program, junior Lions and the high school teams um, for your entire career. What what has it meant to you? I wouldn't give anything up for it. I, from down from the coaches to the players, I built a lot of relationships, and which made this sad. Like it had to come to an end. Like at the end of the game, I was I was crying because I felt some type of way. Like I started I started from very young, and for me to lose my last game, I felt like I let somebody down or did not fulfill all the needs that I needed to do completing football because. I won't be con I won't be playing in college, so I really wanted this win for not only myself but my parents because they put a lot of time into me from the start, and I wouldn't give anything up for them either. Well, I, I'm sure they're not disappointed in the in the result of the game Friday. They're probably more happy and impressed and joyful about the young man that you are through this process of playing football and learning the life lessons that it takes. And you're going to be a champion in this game. You're not going to really remember this game, uh, but you're going to remember the relationships that you, that you form with, with your teammates. You know, I still talk to teammates that I played with, you know, back in, in the nineties. And so, you know, you, you mentioned it and you hit the nail right on the head when you talked about the relationships that you built and those are going to be lifetime relationships, uh, that you're never going to forget. So what, what is your plan? You know, you said you're not going to play college football or you have no intentions to do that, but do you plan on doing any other sports this year at Lake Nona? No, 
sir. I'll be graduating with my AA from Valencia in December. Wow. So next month. And then I'll get my bachelor's degree in criminal justice in like two years. That's amazing. So you're going you're gonna to finish with your AA in December? Yes, sir. Okay. Is your plan to graduate early? Yes, sir. So you're going to be done with high school in December? Yes, sir. Okay. And then what's your plan after that? What school do you plan to attend to get that uh, criminal justice degree? I will go to UCF, Direct Connect from Valencia. So nice. right down the street. So you're going to be a UCF Knight. You hear that, Coach? UCF Knight. You always find a way to work UCF into this show, man. I didn't do it. He did it for me. Right. I didn't have to say anything. Are they giving you, anything. like, commission checks or what? I get nothing from UCF. I get nothing. I'm just here because I love talking to, to, to you and to these young, young men. No, UCF so. is a great place, man. It's, great. it's nice to have a school like that here in, in our backyard, you know? Yeah. I mean. We're blessed. Great institution, and I look forward to seeing all the great things that you do, Zane. So, you know. Before we wrap it up, we'd like to give the player of the week an opportunity to really just share to all the people who are listening, the people that might be here tonight, um, or that you can play this back for, uh, the thanks that you have, you know, give them a shout out. The people that have made an impact on your life uh, have been a part of your success. This is your chance to thank them. Um, so you can take the next 30 seconds and share and say whatever you want. Obviously, you're going you're gonna to talk about your parents, but anybody else that comes to mind. First, I'd like to thank you, Coach, for coming in and teaching me things that my other coach hasn't. I would like to thank my mom to, from sticking with me from young to now. I know you don't understand football, but <laughs> <laughs> you stuck with me the whole time. I bet she knows more than you think. I th- Oh, Thank she's my dad for paying for a lot, a lot of money for me throughout football. I know it's kind of it's kind of sad that I, I won't be playing in college, but I'm going to still try to make you proud in other ways. I would like to thank my coaches in high school that taught me a lot. I'd like to thank my friends and family for believing in me from young, and I'd like to thank God himself for putting me in, the, in this position and I'll ultimately like to thank my grandma too that passed away so Amen. I do a lot for her that's awesome well Zane congratulations to you as always Lime Fresh Mexican Grill Player of the Week you're provided a $25 gift card on behalf of the management here at Lime thank Lime's you. been sponsoring our Player of the Week as well as hosting us all season and we're so thankful to them and their entire staff and management so we look forward to more opportunities to uh, carry the news and coaches show with all the Lake Nona High School athletic teams here and um, you know we want to thank them and make sure that they they know how much we appreciate them I know they've done a lot for you as well coach for your football program yeah line's been awesome I want to thank the Henry's you know they've been super supportive Zane's family um, you know, in the beginning, you 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 don't know what you don't know, and it was nice to come in and and have some people step up and be like, hey, watch out for this. This is this. You know, we can help you here. And they were really a catalyst to getting the player, the parent council off the ground, to getting everything organized in the spring. And we had a chili cook-off, and we just had a bunch of stuff there right off the bat that I, you needed like the right people involved to like push it forward and they were that and then and then uh and then they've really they've kind of sat back and enjoyed the football season you know and got to see their kid play and 
and wrap up his high school career and I'm happy for them that they got to that they got to do that and enjoy the the season in that way but hopefully you know hey, hey Melissa hopefully you still hang around you know and come help me out a little bit uh, when you're done crying over there and everything but we lo- we love these guys man great people great people man it's easy to see why Zane's uh, such a good human being because, you know, he's obviously raised right. So, uh, And I can definitely say for those people that listen every week and those that don't, every player of the week has been a solid young man. And that, that, that's, yeah, a testament crazy, to the, man. that's a testament to the families and the parents no. uh, throughout the community as well as the coaches here at Lake Nona High School. So, uh, well, Zane, congratulations to you once again, the Lime Fresh Mexican Thank Grill Player of the Week for our final week, Week 10. And we look forward to uh, everything that you're going to do in, in, you know, congratulations, earning your AA, you know, in high school and then finishing early and heading over to UCF and getting that degree in criminal justice. And we look forward to seeing, you know, all the crazy things that you're going to do in life. You know, it's going to be amazing. So uh, many blessings to you. Thank you. So once again, you're listening to the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Vonda Wright. We're going to take another break. We'll be right back. At Noir, the nail bar of Lake Nona, we tell amazing stories with nails. Nails are our passion. For a special event or if you just want to look good every day, Noir, the nail bar can design your nails to reveal your beauty. Come in, relax with a variety of refreshments, manicure, pedicure, and waxing. Find us just south of Laureate Park Boulevard on Narcuzzi. For an appointment, call 407-313-3122. That's 407-313-3122. Voice Connects is a cloud-based telephone system built for today's Florida business. Developed for the work-from-home world with the ability to communicate anywhere. Florida-based staff provide complete setup, training, and ongoing support. Voice Connects is easy to use, feature-rich, and future-proof. Save up to 65% over traditional business telephone service. Request a free no-obligation communications consultation today. Call 321-800-3888 or visit voiceconnects.com. Playing a better variety of music. Nona.fm. Pristine Spas, voted the number one day spa. For a limited time, we are offering a Swedish massage or signature facial for just $55 with trained and licensed spa professionals. Our philosophy is to create a unique experience while giving your mind and body a fresh start you deserve. Call Pristine Spas Lake Nona today at 407-800-6444. That's 407-800-6444. Or visit us on the web at pristinespas.com. We are back with the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon, Dr. Vonda Wright. Join the conversation at 407-553-NOTA. Now here's Coach Robinson and David Grimm. You're the whole world and the world is mine. All right, we are back on the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon, Dr. Vonda Wright. Once again, you can call... And dial up to talk to Coach 407-553-NONA. That's 407-553-6662. So uh, we just talked with our player of the week, Zane Henry, and uh, talked a little bit about last Friday's game against the Evan Trojans. So, you know, we'll just kind of talk about the season. You know, 2022 is your first year here at Lake Nona High School. You came in here, was it February? 
Yes. That when you when you got here, I think the you know I don't remember if the in, old in kind of end of February. Yeah. Was the old guard still here? Uh no. Oh, okay. No no. So so you step on you know you step on the campus of Lake Nona High School. Did you kind of have an idea of of what you were coming into? Did you know? You know the challenges you might be facing, or you know the, the things that were successful in the past, and maybe some things that needed to change when it came to the the coaching staff and, and some of the you know the philosophies of the coaching um, when it came to the program. You know, what were your expectations when you came in here? You know, I tried to come with an open mind. You know, I knew you know the last decade or so, like like Nona had won some games and had. Uh, been successful in that regard but no matter what no matter where you go there's going to be pluses and minuses right there's going to be pros and cons there's going to be things that are good that people love and there's going to be things that people want to see changed and i think it's really important to kind of approach it almost like a business takeover it's important to talk to your people and find out what it is that how they see it you know and and because one group's needs might not be another group's needs. And, and the other group's needs, that, the one group's needs may not even be on the other group's radar. That's like, they're not even thinking about that. They're worried about something else or need something else. So I think that was really important just to come in, be open-minded, have conversations with people. And it wasn't just people within the program, people within the community. And um, I was blessed to get put in touch with the right people right off the bat that put me in front of the right people to talk to and find these things out and, and kind of get things moving. But it also took a willingness to be like, hey, this is what you, this is what you need? Okay, you know, let's, let's work on making that happen. And, uh, and as you attack one thing at a time, you start to stack some things up and people start to buy, buy in and get on board. And uh, it's easy in sports to go, hey, you only won this amount of games or you won this many games and you didn't go far in the playoffs or you lost your playoff game whatever um sometimes it's like oh championship or it wasn't a success and i don't think that's the case not at the not at this level this is this is uh still youth sports really you know and at the end of the day this is for me it will always be about relationships helping these guys become better human beings become men become uh skilled in the in the ability of getting knocked down and getting back up you know and we talked about that there were there was moments in the season when we were up and, and in life, you'll be up. And how are you going to handle that? You're going to get cocky. You're going to lose your mind. You're going to spend all your money. You're going to act crazy. Or you're going to keep your head down and keep grinding, knowing that that's going to turn at some point and you'll be down. And when you are down, you're going to quit. You're going to go full tent. You know, when you come home and you find out your wife, you know, is sick and it's going to affect the family. Or you lose your job and you're going to have a hard time paying paying the bills or putting food on the table for your kids, you know. These are all things that are going to be way more amplified than the score on a, on a football scoreboard. But you get a taste of what that's like in, in these moments to, to be have the wind knocked out of you and how you're going to respond. And I think our guys responded well all season. Didn't always translate to victories on the scoreboard. And in some, and, and in some games, we were undermanned. You know, the other team had some some more depth or they had you know better players at key positions which was making a difference in the game but our guys didn't care they, they just kept swinging and kept fighting and kept getting back up and come, kept coming out there 
you know, even in, when it was the bleakest at the Boone game, we kept swinging and scored 21 points in the last four minutes. There's just no quit in this group. So I love that about them. Um, and they're just a bunch of guys wired the right way and a bunch of guys that came together. And even though we didn't win as many games as we wanted to and we didn't hit all of our goals, we, we had a great time. And there was a lot of tears and hugs and uh, sadness that the season was over Friday night. You know, we all, even though it was tough and we were tired, it's like we're all having a good time. We enjoy being around each other. We, we really wanted it to keep going. So it's, uh, it's bittersweet, you know, to, to come to an end. And I've been on teams where the season didn't go the way you planned, and you can't wait for it to end, man. You know, it's like, I need a break from Yeah, I was going to say, I remember a season where we went to the playoffs, and after that playoff game, I was thrilled Smoked, to be yeah. finished. Yeah. But there was teams where, you know, 500 or under 500, where the, the kids, you just liked them. Yeah. You liked being around them. Yeah. Um, there was really no issues yep. anywhere within the program, the coaches. You know, we all hung out, you yep. know, on the weekends with each other. You know, the, and, you know, I just looked here, and I'm not trying to plug myself, but I had started to create like this, I don't want to say it was a book, but my philosophy of athletics, and, you know, you hit the nail on the head. Um, this is interscholastic athletics, and it's it's a – Sports is just a, one component of, of what we're trying to teach the kids and their experience in school, right? But the ability to teach the life lessons through athletics, specifically football, it's not just football, but all athletics, really, you can, you can talk about this, but you, know, you need the academic achievement to be eligible and succeed, right? right? The work ethic, the teamwork that you learn about, the commitment that it takes to be successful, the self-discipline, you know, on a weekend where you know what, this school's got 4,500 students and there's probably 100 kids in the football program. So there's, you know, 4,000 other students that are out goofing around, uh, maybe not taking school serious, getting into trouble, doing the wrong thing, making poor decisions. And the self-discipline it takes to, to keep what's important now for these kids and their mindset, you know, the, the respect that they have to have for their, their, their coaches, their teammates, the, the adults on campus, the opponent, you know, um, the leadership they learned, the perseverance. We talked about all the obstacles that you guys overcame this year, yeah. whether it be weather, injury, what have you. Um, when they're successful, they build that self-esteem within themselves. Um, some kids that would have never had it had they not stepped on the, the athletic field. Yep. And then, of course, you know, someone like Zane, who's been a Lake Nona Lion since he was five years old, that pride he's going to have with his community um, for his entire life. Things you, you are so difficult to teach, but really when it comes to sports, they're so easy to, to get those lessons across. So my hat's off to you and um, to the entire coaching staff and really just all the coaches within um, the I league. I think Zane, Zane's a really good example, too, of is the, the loudness of getting recruited – and you know, trying to go play college football, that seems to be like so loud. Yeah. Because, you know, let's be honest. For the most part, people are just—it's loud because they feel like they have to be to get seen, right? They're pushing their huddle out every week. Their parents are, you know, calling coaches, texting coaches, pushing—you know—taking their kids out on the road, trying to get them seen. Exposure, exposure, exposure. Recruit, recruit, recruit. 
And it's like, dang, dude, at some like, when are we gonna actually enjoy playing high school football? You know, and I think Zane, it wasn't about getting recruited for him. It wasn't he knew he knew this plan was gonna be his plan for a while now. But it, he didn't care any less about winning a football game. You know what I mean? And maybe he even maybe you could argue he cared the most because it wasn't about anything other than playing high school football for him. Like he just wanted to be really good today in that in that moment. Uh, and in that way, maybe you could say he maybe is less less selfish in that way, in that way. Really, it was just about playing high school football and being successful with that, not being seen in exposure and stats. So, I don't know. I, I just really it the experience is different for everybody. Like I said in the beginning, so I think it's really important to be able to meet all those different needs as a coach and as a program. We want to be a program that elevates our guys and is there for the ones that want to get recruited and go play college football and help them get there. But we also want to be a program that is there for guys like Zane who know what their career path are going to graduate early, and they just want to have a great high school experience. And I think we, I think we're checking those boxes, you know. And I, I feel good about the product that we put out there from a program standpoint this year. Um, you know, there, there'll always be some naysayers and some negative. People at the end of the day, it's hard for all of us to separate parenthood from fandom, right? You know, I go to a, I go, I went to the Bucks Chiefs game, and I'm just like, that's a terrible play call. What are we doing? We came out of a timeout with the not, not enough guys, like, you know, just critiquing the whole thing, right? As a fan, um, so I know that it is hard to separate that when you come to a high school football game, but I think for the most part, it's been very positive. Received tons of positive feedback not just from the players, but from parents and people in the community. Like, hey, we see what you're trying to do. We see this. We see the results of that. We see the fruits of, the, of your labor. So it's been, it's been awesome. It's been a really great experience. Everyone's like, how was your first season at Lake Nona? It was really good, man. It was really good. This is a great place. Um, yeah, it had some challenges, but I think every season does. I think that's part of coaching too, right? You don't know what's going to come up. Uh, one week it might be, hey, how many – red flags do we, or how much red tape do we have to go through to get our radio show approved <laughs> uh the next week might be uh you know how can we dodge the weather and get yeah. a game in so it will always be something and i just think uh there's a lot of great people here man it's a, it's a fun place to be awesome kids you know it's it was awesome uh, it, it is kind of sad that it's over you know i'm gonna miss zane I, hopefully zane will come around since he's not going too far away for school, but I hope you come around Zane. Zane's been a great leader and love to have him around, especially here in our transition into next season. So, And that's one thing that, uh, and I don't know how to get it done, but you know, it would take probably a, a concerted effort from a, a number of individuals. But, you know, the school's only been around since 2009, so I don't know what year we're in, but, I mean, I know we're in 2022. I meant what year the school's in, but... Um, like 13 there's been there's been a lot of individuals not just football just you know in the athletic department come through that um, would be a huge asset to come back and and be a part of still what's going on here and I think you know the way the schools are built here in Orange County you know we're such a big district and you know the, the neighborhood schools there aren't many of them left I think Lake Nona is kind of an anomaly that it, it, it's more of a of a community school, even though you know it's a big area and we're we're so close to, 
you know, some, some of the larger schools. And I think it would be a good thing to, to bring those, those individuals back uh, to just build relationships with the kids and just kind of continue this cycle of, of, of keeping them connected with the school right. and everything that's going on. One way that that could happen is potentially start building a, a Hall of Fame. And this was something I was working on while I was the assistant athletic director is to build a Hall of Fame uh, for, for the, the athletic program. And, uh, you know, I think it would be a really cool thing. And obviously, as kids get older, they get out there. But, you know, college does it, so I'm not sure why high schools can't yeah, I think keep those schools former athletes now. together. School's starting to get to that age where it's appropriate. Like, enough yeah. time's passed where yeah. you could start to do that. And I think it really is just a matter of effort and, and doing some of the work to get the contacts and, and creating yeah. the, the events. So maybe something we can Well, it's definitely at. something we're going to work on yeah. to close that gap in terms of players leaving and feeling like they can come back and we've had some we've had quite a few players roll through here between spring and fall and we had some on the sideline friday night and i think as as i'm here and they feel comfortable coming in like hey it's a new coach it's not the guy that coached me are we still welcome you know just making sure that you keep that door open and build that rapport with them and let them know but uh, it'll always be kind of hard because if they're all, if they are off playing college football, they're not going to be able to come most likely during the during the season. In spring, right, maybe right. you see them a little more, and we did see quite a few in the spring. So, but we'll be working on that. Yeah, something to look forward to later. Definitely, we could create some logistics to make that work. Absolutely, you know, throughout the year. So, all right. Well, we're going to take another quick break. Uh, I believe. Dr. Wright is going to give us a shout uh, on a call, so hopefully we get to talk to her uh, before we sign off for our final Coach Robinson show uh, for the 2022 football season. So uh, you're listening to Exit 13 Sports. Coach Robinson show brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Vonda Wright. We are live from Lime Fresh Mexican Grill right here on Narcusi Road just next to the high school. You're listening to Nona.fm. We'll be right back. Dr. Von der Wright is Lake Nona's elite orthopedic sports medicine surgeon and has cared for athletes and active people for more than 20 years. University of Pittsburgh football, Pittsburgh Penguins, Olympic teams, PGA tournaments trust Dr. Wright. Dr. Wright treats active people of all ages and skill levels using minimally invasive orthopedic techniques. Located in the Lake Nona Performance Club, call today for same day, next day, and telehealth appointments at 407-965-4114. That's 407-965-4114. Want to vote but think you don't have the right photo ID? You have lots of choices. For free help with your voter ID questions, call Vote Riders at 844-338-8743. That's 844-338-8743. Or go to voteriders.org slash Florida. Nona.fm Music Variety. Better Nona, better you. The 1960s. Let the word go forth. Now is the time. Ladies and gentlemen. And the 1970s. People have got to know whether or not their presidents are crook. They're being held hostage. Two of the most influential decades of the 20th century. I'm Stephen Stone, and each week we'll relive those magical musical memories with the artists that made them and a whole lot more. Join me for the Stone Man Dance Party every Saturday night from 6 to 9 p.m. right here on Nona.fm. Music variety, better Nona, better you. We are back with the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Vonda Wright. Join the conversation at 407-553-NONA. 
Now here's Coach Robinson and David Grimm. You're the whole world and the world is mine. All right, we are back for our final segment tonight on this Monday, Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show. And we're going to talk to Dr. Vonda Wright in just a second. You Have you voted yet, Coach? I, I vote every day. Is that, is that legal? Um, some say it is. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Well, just for those that are listening or those people here, don't forget tomorrow is Election Day 2022. Uh, we got some local races that are um, being contested, school board, the county commission. Uh, I know our multiple state house rep for the Florida State House, as well as some Senate races. And then, of course, governor race. And uh, I think the U.S. House is up as well. So multiple, multiple election races going on tomorrow. Um, I think polls open at 7 and close at 7. So if you haven't voted yet, that's a good thing to do uh, tomorrow. Got to get out there, man. We, I, the, the power is with the people, but the people have to keep the power. That's true. If you sit there and complain and say nothing, or all you do is talk and you do nothing, you don't cast a vote, then you're part of the problem. You're not part of the solution. No, I agree. I agree. I should have ran for school board this year. But it's never too late, sir. I did it four years ago. Maybe in four more years. It's never too late, man. We'll see. Maybe, maybe in four more years. Maybe somebody else here in the, in the building will run for an office here soon. Well, we have the um, mayor here, the unofficial mayor. Who's that, Mayor Kevin Kendrick? Yes. So Yvette and Kevin Kendrick are joining us here tonight supporting Zane. I know uh, they're good friends with the Henry, so um, they're our only guests here tonight. They're the only ones listening to us. But, uh, no, in all seriousness, our next guest, we're so thankful for her um, because – uh, without her support, we probably wouldn't have had this show. We might have had it, but it might only last a couple of weeks. So we also have um, a couple of players needing surgery if we didn't have her around. So yeah, absolutely. So we're we're so thankful for Dr. Vonda Wright over there in the Lake Nona Performance Club. Dr. Wright, are you there? I am. How are you guys? We're doing amazing. How about you? I'm having a great night. We're very excited that you joined us two weeks in a row. We had hoped that you were going to be here, though, making tacos. I think Coach didn't eat dinner. Uh, we, that mu- we must be doing oh, something right. She's I, still associating I forgot us. I told you I'd come over there. <laughs> yeah, what happened to that? You where know, you, I was working out at the performance club, and I totally forgot. That's <laughs> all right. You can make it up to us later. That's okay. I saw, I, I, you know, I, I saw your fancy picture. I think it was a Facebook post where so you're doing surgery and you're talking about your um, incisionless procedure um, that you uh, talked about last week. So I'm sure you're a busy, busy woman. And She's busy making money. We're, yeah. <laughs> I know, well, that's not the truth, but we're here taking care of people. <laughs> well, we're so thankful for you uh, being a part of this show for this first time ever. I think it's been very successful. I'm not sure how often you get to listen to us, but uh, we definitely say your name multiple times throughout every show, at least I do. Um, and we're just thankful that you decided to be, you know, to join us on this venture. And we look forward to um, continued relationship with you and your practice, you know, not just for the show, but also, you know, in helping out the student athletes here um, at Lake Nona High School. Well, I'm thankful for the opportunity. I, I'm sure glad you uh, reached out to me. In fact, 
Dave is, is uh, one of the first people I reached out to when I came to Lake Nona uh, a little more than a year ago because I saw you were broadcasting and I knew you were into sports. So I'm thankful you reached out. I really feel like uh, becoming part of the community means just jumping in and getting involved, and you've let me do that. So I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. And I was just shocked that someone was listening to my show on Facebook and would even consider supporting it. So I'm, I was definitely uh, shocked, but, but, but pleased and um, definitely very appreciative of you. And I, I know coaches as well as the relationship you guys are building and, and trying to help um, support his athletes. Um, we have Zane Henry. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to Zane earlier, but Zane is graduating with his associate's degree. December. So he's getting his AA degree in high school and then he's just turned 17. Just turned 17, graduating early and heading over to UCF. So Zane, this is Dr. Vonda Rice. She's an orthopedic surgeon. I don't know if you want to talk to her for a couple minutes. Congratulations, Zane. That's impressive. Thank you. Thank you. Are you going to take a little break, refresh your mind, take a couple weeks off before you dive right back in? Uh, no, ma'am. I'm just going to go straight through it. So I could, uh, oh my gosh! Well, if you if you've ever met Zane's mom, there there will be no break. <laughs> 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 he, he takes a break when he sleeps. Exactly what it is. <laughs> you know what? You know what I always say, Zane, to the to the young doctors that I mentor. I say never close the door because you didn't work hard enough for an opportunity. And it sounds like you are working really hard for your opportunity. So I have no doubt you're going to be successful. Thank you. Thank you. So, Dr. Wright, were you surprised that John Reyes Plumley didn't play this past week? I don't know. He had a, supposedly he had a concussion the week before. Um, you know, they said he was ready to go, and, of course, I'm not going to have you answer a question specific to a UCF player, but in your opinion and your experience with the concussion protocol, do you feel like things have been done to protect the athletes? Um, is the, are the protocols consistent across the board when it comes to all teams or is that something that each team has their own uh, policies and procedures that they kind of follow in you know returning to play well i want to put it in the context of what it used to be like and then i'll answer that question so when i first started taking care of athletes in 1986 when i was in college and somebody got a concussion the protocol was keep waking them up every once in a while, they got their bell rung, right? So in the last 20 years or so, we've really learned a lot of the brain and taking care of people because there are, there are lots of stories of great athletes having trouble later in life. But here's the truth, right? So there are, uh, at the National League level for pro sports, there's more consistency with concussion protocols. But at the collegiate level, it usually falls to the conference. Like the SEC will have a different protocol than than the ACC, for instance. And those are made by the, the team of doctors that guide them. And then within that, each school has a little different protocol. So I can't speak to the UCF athlete directly, but there's there are protocols that are backed up by science with the nuances that come from the individual trainers and the doctors of the school. Yeah, I think the re- return to play is set by the conference, like the steps that the 
player has to check off, right? But right. at any time, if, if a symptom uh, comes back or, uh, or the team doctor who would ultimately be clearing them to begin or, or say they're done with the protocol doesn't feel comfortable, then you could have a setback. You could, and that could happen any time. Like even at the high school level, we have, they have five days of building back up with no symptoms before they can return. So it could be day five. It could be day six, Absolutely. you know, day six, the day of the game. Okay. They woke up with a headache. Okay. Well, we need to step back. We need to go back to, to day one again. At the end of the day, it's always, and I think you saw that with the Tua thing, right? With the, you know, he wanted to play, so he didn't say whatever. I don't know all the details, but I know it was a big deal. And in, in the NFL even considered looking at the protocol um, with the players union. So I think at the end of the day, it's always about the player's safety and the player's uh, long, overall long run health. Absolutely. And, you know, that's why it's important to have objective measures like the impact test, because it's not enough to make a subjective judgment. I mean, we have, we're capable of measuring the athlete's brain at this point uh, against baseline data. So it's important to do that as often as possible right. so that we do keep kids safe. Right. Well, th- thank you on your for your insight on that topic. I know it's a hot topic in sports, especially, you know, in football. And I'm, I would imagine it will continue to be one of the hottest topics as things evolve, you know, with medicine and the, the research that's out there on concussion injuries and CTE and, th- and things of that nature. So uh, we appreciate your, your expertise on there. Once again, just want to thank you so much for joining us tonight as well as your support this entire season. And um, we look forward to a continued partnership with you. Coach and David and it's been, and Curtis, it's my pleasure. Thanks for letting me participate. And coach, I got to tell you, the players here that I have met and got to be a part of their care. You've got some players with real heart, and uh, I'm looking forward to spring season and then and the next fall. Well, hopefully, I can stop sending them to you soon. You know, <laughs> like to <laughs> like to hang out this with you if, under sport. different circumstances. But yeah, we we're blessed with some really great kids, man. And and uh, I know the ones that you worked with specifically are, are great human beings i'm glad you see that as well absolutely, absolutely. well thank you uh, for having me thanks for having us appreciate your support thank you dr Wright. Bye-bye now. all right take care Bye. all right so before we so what are we closing this on we got some ucf predictions or what uh, I mean, we can. I was going to actually talk about some high school football as Curtis comes over here to can, join us. Can we us. talk about the, the Colts just fired one of the best coaches in the NFL and put some guys never coached a day of football in his life uh, as the head coach? That's why I watch college football. I don't really what in the it. world is going on? <laughs> uh, that's, that's, that, that's crazy. I, I, I mean, you know, I know USF has I've a coaching been, job. I've open. been, you know, at, a few places higher than high school. It, if that would have happened, there would there would be no respect for that in the building. I, I can't believe that anybody thought that that would be a good idea. It would be interesting to see how that plays out. So, uh, playoffs start this week. I think they had the selection show, quote unquote show. I don't think it was a show per se, but yeah, uh, there's a lot of good teams, man. It'd be a good year to have 12, 12 teams making it, <laughs> right? Oh, uh, football. Yeah, yeah. High school football. Oh, you're, you're talking, talking about, about high school? I was talking about high school, but for sure college. Uh, I mean, yeah, college has been amazing. It's interesting because the whole behind-the-scenes algorithm. Yeah. No one even knows what it is. Yeah. It's like the uh, if you're a teacher and you've heard of the VAM score, 
the, you know, <laughs> and figuring out your Some evaluation. Arbitrary number. No that, one knows how it's yeah. deciphered. But no, I think you know we've talked about it week in week out. College football is really exciting. The parity um, makes it that way. Every week is is a new yeah. story as far as you know. Everyone thought Tennessee was going to run away against Georgia. No. Everybody who thought, who thought that? Please tell them. The, to the college game day crew. Every yeah, single one of them said Tennessee. No. And obviously they're voting saw, with their hearts. Yeah, I don't know, but either I mean, way, this is not a normal Alabama team, right? I agree. They right? don't. They're they don't have as, a defense. They're like not they as used deep to. as they normally are, and the defense is, you know, not as strong as it normally is. Tennessee struggled to beat Florida's. No, come on now, no. I I knew I felt like Georgia was gonna smack them from the get go. Did anybody not think that? Other than Tennessee fans, not a big fan of Tennessee fans, but. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I enjoy it. I think every week's amazing, and I think it's just going to get better, especially when they add the 12-team playoff. Just the matchups that are going to be out there, and um, you know, obviously, I'm excited about UCF moving to the Big 12 and having an yeah. opportunity there. I think the parity will continue yeah. as you see the, the, the you know that conference realignment and all that that's been going on over yeah. the last couple of years. Like they UCF talk they talk about the, the transfer portal. Obviously, plays a big part of that. Didn't um, USF? USS. Let their coach go today. Yeah, yeah. One in twenty-seven against BCS teams. So, yeah, it's, they just gave them a five-year extension. So that's that's gonna be a lot of free money there. So, and I'm the sure, reality is, I don't know. I'm sure, who, the coach will be okay. I don't know who they can bring in there that's gonna make much of a difference. At least right now, they're they're trying to invest in I heard the program. Some Gruden talk. I heard that as well as I uh, think there was Gruden. Interesting. You know, there's a lot of. USF fans that are screaming for Deion Sanders to join the team. Uh, I think I don't Deion's see that happening. I think Deion. Deion's I think he's got perfectly happy where he's at. Literally, he ain't choosing USF. Yeah, like he, he's that's gonna be like a Georgia Tech Auburn. You know, people are talking about Lane Kiffin to yeah. Auburn, which I'd that's be surprised a about. Move. I don't see why. So I don't, see that. I, I don't know. Like, I think it's to me once this twelve-team playoff comes out. And I've always said this, and I'm just a college guy when it comes to sports, in all sports, not just, not just football. But I believe this 12-team playoff, the college football will surpass the NFL in, in excitement and popularity. Obviously, you got the, the NFL has the money, the TV, and all that good stuff. And, but I, I truly believe that college football is more exciting than the NFL is. I, that's just I'll be me. interested to hear what Zane thinks because we were talking fantasy football a little bit ago. But Zane, do you see college football and pro football as the same, or are they two like separate things? Because I see them as separate. I'd see them two separate things. Yeah. No, I agree they're separate for sure. I just it's college. two different games. Yeah, I mean, the, almost, almost to the extent of like arena football is a separate game. And that's it's why totally I, I guess maybe for me the NFL it's like you know three plays and punt. You know, most of the game, you know. And well, if you're it, a Bucks fan, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a lot of punting. In fact, the punter was the player of the game this week, I saw. Which he he did hit like two 60-yarders and a 71-yarder, which that's pretty and, impressive. And maybe because I've grown up here. I, I You know, I've lived here in Orlando my whole life. So it's like, who do I root for? The Buccaneers when I was a kid, you know. You figure yeah. they weren't very good. Orlando um, was kind of a Dolphins town. Wasn't I tried it? to root back? for the Dolphins. My grandparents were Dolphin fans, and they would go six and zero, and everybody would be excited. And they'd end up like six and ten. They'd lose like ten straight, right. you know, before Dan Marino 
um, or after he played, I should say. And, of course, you know about the Jaguars. They had a couple good but years even when, early on. But even Marino never won a championship. Sure didn't. He sure didn't. I don't, did he even make it to the Super Dolphins Bowl? are good this year, man, and they're fun to watch. That was what they said last they're year. The Miami, they're the Miami 49ers. I don't know if you've noticed that. I have not watched a single down of NFL football. I'm not even joking about that. So. Yeah, but they're, they got a squad, man. They're, they're fun to watch. Well, we're going to have Curtis join us real quick for a couple minutes. Curtis, yes. The Godfather. Yes. So, no, we'll just jump through there. It's, it's, two, uh, it's 8.08, so we need to hop on there. Zane, give him those, the microphone. This is Curtis Partridge. He is uh, the senior producer, owner, uh, the editor, all those good things when it comes to Nona.fm. So he's been our sideline reporter on Friday nights during our live radio broadcast of Lake Nona football. And um, I'm sure he will be a part of everything that we have here in the near future. So this is Curtis' first chance to talk on a Monday night. Yeah, that's right. I haven't been on the mic on a Monday night. But I wanted to tell a quick story. David Grimm and I sat down more than a year ago in the original Dunkin' Donuts and said... We need to do live sports in Lake Nona on the radio. So we beat at it from different directions and ultimately came up with nothing. <laughs> Kevin Kendrick gave me this guy Jason's telephone number one day. I reach out to Jason. Jason makes it happen. Coach Robinson made it happen. This is going on today because of Coach Robinson. So. I want to thank you. Well, you it wasn't just me, you know. There, we had some friends over at the at the high school that had to stamp it, and OCPS had to stamp it, you know. So it wasn't just me, but I think uh, this place could be really special. I think it already is special, but it could really go to the next level. Yeah. We have the resources here to to do it bigger than maybe it's ever been done. Definitely bigger than it's ever been done here, but we could kind of be the standard in Orange County if we want to be, so... I'm just really grateful that you guys aligned with the same kind of vision that I had in terms of seeing it that way. And it's been a great experience. I've really enjoyed hanging out with you guys every Monday, just talking, talking ball, talking shop, easy guys to work with. I know we'll be kind of turning this thing over to the basketball program yep. here as we move into the winter sports. And I'm excited for them to have that as well. You know, uh, and, it's and really news. always been about the kids, right? Like this is what it's supposed to be about, and to to have that move forward here into basketball and baseball and softball, and for these athletes at our school to get exposure. Uh, if I played any role in that, I'm I'm excited and glad that I could help. And we're gonna take a hiatus for a couple of weeks, but Coach Diaz, of yeah. the uh, basketball team. Uh, on, on men's basketball has indicated that he wants to uh, continue this. And I think either way, we're probably going to continue it with whatever sport we're covering because I think the coaches would love to have this interaction. Yeah, absolutely. And it's good for the, for the kids and it's good for the, the town, right? Like the town can keep a pulse on what's going on and kind of hear some of the behind the scenes. It's easy. You see Zane, for example, out there with a helmet on and shoulder pads and playing football, but you don't know him. But then you get a chance to hear him, hear how mature he is for 17 years old, hear his heart and how he feels about things and how appreciative he is to the people that played roles in his life and you're like dang there's a lot of good stuff going on and, and i think that's what this is all about right kind of a behind the scenes thing yep. yeah and i really would you know ask everyone that's listening as we continue this to come out to lime and support them and i think having an audience and getting an opportunity for these kids to get recognized in front of their their family their friends or their their teammates would would just add to 
um, what we're trying to do here. Yeah, so we got to keep building it. I think we need the, some businesses here in the community to step up and support us too, right? I mean, that, yeah. that oh, ultimately that that's yes. what help push this thing forward and even it, more. And it helps the school as well. Absolutely. So, absolutely. And, I, and I also, before I leave, I want to say a big thank you to David Grimm. He had the ultimate vision for this. I just kind of harnessed it with him. But uh, he drives this. He comes up with the content. And, you know, coming up with an hour of radio every week is not easy. No. You did a great job, David. Yep. Appreciate that. Appreciate I you, I know man. I bring up UCF too much, but. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I noticed he worked in the Tennessee connection with a former UCF coach. No, no. no, no. <laughs> I was not a He's like a quasi-Tennessee <laughs> fan this year because not the hype was Not at all. I knew it. <laughs> no way. Yep. Well, we also thank Gabby for always being on the board and being the uh, Lake the, Nona grad, the mind behind the the voices. So thank you to her, and to everybody that's here tonight, and everybody that's been listening throughout this season, um, and of course, Lime Fresh Mexican Grill Principal Nicole Campbell over there at the high school for her support, and everybody else. So, uh, with that said, Coach or Curtis, you want to wrap us up here with the with the. A moment, off. a moment of wisdom, wisdom. Now we'll we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Looking forward to basketball. Soccer is going to be, I think, part of the mix as well. And then uh, looking forward to spring sports. It's it's going to be an exciting time. All right. So with that said, you've been listening to the Exit Thirteen Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by Orthopedic Sports Surgeon Dr. Vonder Wright, on behalf of Coach Jason Robinson, Curtis Partridge, Gabby Ortiz Perez, Perez Ortiz, one of those two. Uh, this is David Graham. You guys have a wonderful night. Thank you for listening to the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Vonda Wright. Join us next Monday at 7 p.m. on Nona.fm. You can catch up on missed episodes by searching for Nona.fm Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, where you listen to podcasts. Executive producer Curtis Partridge, associate producer Gabriella Perez-Ortiz. On behalf of Coach Robinson and David Grimm, have a good evening. Lake Nona High Football Nation. You're the whole world and the world is mine.